Welcome to the Couragepreneur Podcast. The podcast for people who want to be more resilient in life and business by developing their courage muscle to live life, love life, and be their absolute best. Now, let's go live to your host, Pix Jonathan. G'day there and welcome to the latest episode of the Couragepreneur podcast. Pix Jonathan here and I've got the honour and privilege of interviewing the amazing Terence Pope. So g'day Terence. Hello Pix, how are you? And thank you for inviting me along. This is a oh, great honour. Oh my pleasure and you're known as the Mind Coach Man so really looking forward to diving down a bit about your story and yeah there's a, um, a guest that suffered a similar affliction to you He's been on before, so we'll dive into that shortly. But you're tuning in from the beautiful Queensland and sunny one day or beautiful one day, perfect the next. It's not so beautiful here, but we do need the rain here in Sydney. But um, Terence, I'd like to start off with asking you what does courage mean? So what does courage mean to you, Terence Pope? Oh, to me personally, um, self-belief, belief that you're going to survive whatever comes up in front of you. You know, you have to face fear to be to have courage. So it's always something that you're overcoming. It may not come out the best, but just being brave enough to do something about it. So yeah. self-belief is probably the core, the, the core thing with courage with me. Yeah, that's so true. And I love when people put bravery and courage in the same, you know, vein, because I think that's so true. And and as you said, it's not the absence of fear by any means. So what was one time when you were feeling less than courageous? I think, well, I get flutters all the time, but I think my most lacking of courageous was when I was young and that's why I started. I was afraid of not getting what I wanted, what I desperately wanted in life. And that made me focus on what I didn't want mm. rather than what I wanted. And um, once I got beyond that, then probably most things in my life have been less courageous, um, you, you know, have sort of have been more courageous and less courageous. I've always yeah. felt that you just need to do it. Yeah. And just if you're willing to, share a little bit about your journey with stuttering because we've had Patrick Manyburn who also stuttered and he didn't realise he stuttered actually. But, uh, yeah, I, I understand how debilitating it can be. So share as little or as much as you'd like to about your stuttering journey. Uh, that was started, you know, that was really when I was young. I still stutter a little bit now, but just stammer. But back then I, I, um, I couldn't say my own name. Mm. And that was because I really felt, I really wanted, when I look back on it, when I worked out what was wrong with me, I really desperately wanted friends mm -hmm. because I was one of a large family. Although I learnt later on I was loved, I was lost in the middle and I desperately wanted to be accepted and appreciated by other people. And the closer I got to talk to them, the more excuses I made up in my own mind or reasons or stories I would tell myself as to why they wouldn't like me. Mm. And by the time it came to talk, I was just totally, totally tongue-tied. It just didn't happen for me. It just wouldn't, nothing would flow because the fear stopped that from happening. Yeah. And that um, that changed when I was about 17 and a half when I read Psycho-Cybernetics. 
by Maxwell Maltz. I remember yeah, absolutely, yeah. previously about that. Yeah. And it just made me realise I was trapped in a prison of my own thinking. And I realised with that was that, well, I don't know what they're thinking, but I was making up in my head what they were thinking and, and they weren't. It was me that was thinking. And within three months, I stopped stuttering the way I was stuttering. That's such an inspiration to anyone that has like a speech impediment or stuttering, uh, a stammer. So thank you so much for sharing about that. We touched on when you weren't feeling courageous. Where was one time you were feeling absolutely courageous, like on top of the world? And this can be personally or professionally, Terence. Oh, that's a good question because I, I, I've come to the um, point in my life and I came to this years ago that to understand and always believe that the best is yet to come. <laughs> but I got that. beyond, yeah, once I got beyond um, this fear of if I fail, in inverted brackets, will I still be loved? Will I be enough? And when I realised that if I wasn't going to be loved, I wasn't going to be enough, then the love that was given to me was not unconditional. Mm -hmm. There was a condition on it of me being of a prestige that someone else required me to be for, for me to be accepted as a friend. And once I got beyond that, I thought, well, I'm not trying to hurt anyone, so I can just be. I can always get better. Because that's part of wisdom is, is trying something and learning and getting better exactly. and doing it another time. Yeah, learning experiences, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. And it's really critical that you touched on unconditional love. You know, so many people put constraints or conditions on love and it's just so wrong because we really should love people unconditionally. Um, first and foremost, we need to love ourselves unconditionally, I will add, but, yeah. So moving on to our questions now, Terence. Um, the letters, we're talking about um, the COURAGE acronym. So the first letter is the letter C. Uh, what does um, connecting and communicating mean to you? How do you best connect and communicate with people? Again, online, offline, personally, professionally? Oh, I think it's um, asking questions. It, when I'm looking at people personally, it's looking them in the eyes and talking to their heart mm. and smiling mm. because that gives people the body language that I'm, I, I am friendly, I'm not a threat. <laughs> that gets past the amygdala part of our brain. Yeah. And it's really about showing concern of where they're at, mm. right, mm. because I can't do what I do best without knowing where other people are at. Yeah, that's so I can't great. can't assume. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And um, I often say listen to understand, not to respond. Yeah. yeah, and I, I post um, weekly in a Facebook group, a business Facebook group that's well global, but it's mainly UK-based, and I shared about um, conversation generosity and I spoke about being silent to listen and I said they're actually the same letters just in a different configuration and a lot of people don't realise that. I mean, I didn't till I first saw it. So, yeah, it's important to do that. So thank you there, um, Terence. O is our second letter. What does having an open heart, you touched on looking to their eyes to have, you know, to get into their heart, but what does having an open heart and open mind mean to you? Well, open-hearted is not having fear because fear is what closes your heart off. Mm. So if you're open to new experiences, for me what it is is you only have the moment, you only have right now, <laughs> and your life is created by the memories that you create right now. So if you're open-hearted, you create positive memories. 
And, and when you look back on your life, you've had positive times. Yeah. And the best way to do that is operate in the spirit of love. Like, mm-hmm. don't judge. Yeah. Um, nobody's perfect because mm-hmm. perfection doesn't exist. Yeah. 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 Oh, just no judgment. Again, you're making, you know, dropping some gold nuggets for everybody. They might be common knowledge, but they're certainly not commonly practised, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, our next letter is you. We're all unique, as I say, all 7.5 billion people on the planet. We have our own unique fingerprint and salt print. But what makes Terence Pope uniquely Terence Pope? Okay. I, I think it's taken me a long time to discover that. It's been a life journey because it's one of the questions we ask ourselves, you know, who am I, where do I come from, where am I going and why am I here? Um, And my journey has got me to a point where I believe I'm here to raise the vibrational expression of humanity through the power of love. And everything I do with other people is to do that. And and that can be a daily, even when I smile at someone, it's to put a seed of love into their life through that method because you never know how much they need it. Yeah. You never know how much someone needs just a simple hello. Yeah. So everything I do is designed to do that. Mm. And I love that. I think, and it's so challenging these days with our face coverings that we've been, you know, demanded to wear. Uh, well, here's know, a good example, Pix. So, yeah. I mean, I went out to the supermarket. I, I don't wear a mask because I, I, so I have a health issue to get beyond that. Mm-hmm. So I don't wear a mask. But I used to walk around shopping centres and look people in the eyes and smile. And they, if they smiled back, I'd say hello. If they said hello, I'd ask them a question and we'd be in conversation. Yeah. I went out the other week to a shopping centre and there were about three people without masks on. Mm-hmm. But everybody else had masks on and their eyes were darting left, right, looking down, not, yeah. not making contact or anything. Yeah. And I found that um, not disheartening for me, but it made me realise uh, emotional, psychological challenges that people are going through because they're a prisoner of something they're not used to, even though it's gone on for 18 months. It's not who they are. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. Like, and I remember doing a, I was doing a gig for a friend actually, and that was, you know, the display girl in the supermarket and I was there and it was freezing cold because I was near the freezer section. And uh, what I did, thought I've got to fill in my time when there's nobody in store. And so I did the psychology of a buyer. I just wrote down notes on a serviette that I had about the psychology of buying, like what it's like in a supermarket. And it's so true. But with masks, you can't communicate nearly as much and you can't read the body language that people uh, have so yeah let's let's pray that we're out of this very very soon that's for sure well, well yeah. i have a german shepherd for a dog that i take for a walk and if you're not wearing a mask she wags a tail if you're wearing a mask she'll bark at you every single person uh-huh. without fail yeah that's <laughs> crazy isn't it? dogs are good judges of character aren't they <laughs> well she can't see their face she can't yes. judge them yeah yeah right yeah Interesting. So our next letter in our COURAGE acronym is R for real relationships. Tell us a bit about what you think they are, Terence. Well, they're relationships. They're about how you can connect with other people Mm -hmm. on on whatever level because everybody's unique and different. So everybody is here to, for me, everyone is here to teach me something Mm -hmm. and hopefully I'm here 
for them to learn something from me if they walk away from me. So it's about relating with them on a level that inspires them to do something more in their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I really look to plant seeds that might germinate next week or next month, but it's, it's always there. Yeah, and you're the mind coach, man, so you should know about relationships too, relating to people. <laughs> and I love that you said relating ships. Yeah, that's interesting. I love plays on words. So Well, it's about mm. we have relating ships and when people don't like change, decide to not be with you, it's because the relating mm-hmm. has changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah, thanks so much. Um, our next letter in our courage acronym is A for attitude, amazing attitude. Now, obviously, you struggled with your speech impediment, your stuttering when you're a child, um, and then you read Maxwell, um, Psycho-Cybernetics. Um, but how do you maintain your amazing attitude now, Terence, as an adult? Oh, I've done 60 years of personal <laughs> development, so, so that adds up. But I think a prime factor of it is understanding that, A, I'm not perfect and the best is yet to come. Oh, doesn't matter yeah. how challenging the day is. Mm. There's a lesson in it. And once you learn the lesson, you overcome the challenge. Mm. Yeah. So the best is yet to come. And if you're not prepared to learn, you're going to be stuck where you are until you do. So I always look at things as going, well, even right now in the middle of COVID, no matter what I think about it, the best is yet to come. Oh, and there's been so many blessings out of COVID, to be honest. You know, all the oh. tragedy and um, tough things aside, there's been a lot of blessings. I myself, you know, so definitely that's for sure. Um, so what's one thing, our next letter is the letter G, Terence. What's one thing that you're grateful for today, this week or more recently? Oh, right now I'm grateful because I'm sitting at an interview with the wonderful Fix Johansson. But... <laughs> I find things to be grateful for every day because gratitude is the fertilizer of life. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what you're grateful for, more is added. Mm. What you're ungrateful for, it's 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 mean it's diminished. Your spirit diminishes, yeah. and things mm. go. So it's about finding things that you can find joy in, even the smallest things. Yeah. If you people. Mm-hmm. If you can't find what's grateful, find something small yeah. and then gradually add to it every day. Mm-hmm. So my, my whole gratitude is like that. I just love life. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've personally got gratitude rocks all around my house. I've got them in my bathroom, in my kitchen, <laughs> and by my front gate as I go out because they're physical reminders to actually be grateful for something because we can so get through the day. And you said they're all about living in the moment, the now. You know, the past is the past. The future is the future. All we have is right here, right now. So being present in the, in the you know, in the moment and grateful for something. So that's great. And you've got a lot of energy, Terence. So that's our next letter in our courage acronym. How do you keep your energy and how do you enjoy life? Oh, wow. Um, that's a good question. Um, how do I keep my energy? I think I've got a positive attitude. Things mm-hmm. don't get me down. Mm-hmm. Right? I've been there. It's not a nice place to be. Yeah. And I think I made a decision that I didn't want to be there. It's not a false bravado. Mm-hmm. It is an actual mindset. Mm-hmm. And when you have that mindset, you produce the hormones and, you know, the, the, the dopamine, or, the the dopamine and all the good stuff and the adrenaline and everything. Yeah. Yep, yep. That keeps you up. Mm. right so I have expectation 
that things are going to be better. An expectation really is of the breeding ground of miracles. Mm, mm. And then when something's happening, anything small in my life, I anticipate it. And to me, anticipation is the aphrodisiac of life. It's the cream on top of things. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts become things, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, love it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So that's so wonderful, Terence. So how do people, um, actually, I'll close out because um, it's great to learn knowledge. And, you know, I know Maxwell Maltz's book is quite scientific. Um, It's great to learn that knowledge, but applied knowledge, well, I say knowledge is powerful, applied knowledge is even more powerful. So what's what's one action item you'd like our listeners to take action onto regarding courage today, Terence? Oh, just be brave enough to do something new. Yeah. Right, something, see, nobody's born great. <laughs> you have to do something to become great. Yeah. And so in that decision, you have to be brave enough to be mediocre at something yeah. that over time and practice will make your life amazing. Yeah, I've heard all masters were disasters once. And you don't, oh, everyone, have, to start, yeah. have, don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Nobody was born phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. Right. And you only become phenomenal because mm. you keep doing something and other people look at you and go, wow, I wish I could do that. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Right? Love it, and, love and it, love it. You've um, We've only really just touched on a tiny little bit of the thought leadership of the, the mind coach man, Terence. So how can people best get in touch with you? Oh, okay. They can um, go to my website at themindcoachman.com and um there are things, and this is a really beautiful part about COVID, by the way, in, in that if anyone wants to hear that side of it, um, is because all of my contacts, I used to do live seminars and we do full full immersive events. Mm-hmm. And what COVID did was several weeks ago, I went, how can I bless people and ra- do, what I'm, do my life mission, raise the vibrational expression of humanity through the power of love? How can I do it differently? And I got out of bed and the voice in my head said, do a podcast. I had never done a podcast yeah. mm-hmm. and the feedback I'm getting on the podcast is exceptional. I mean, you've invited me to hear and that's a serious blessing. Mm-hmm. And I have a number of people that want to do the same for me. And, and what I then did when I started the podcast was I realised I could take our full day immersive event mm-hmm. and put it into a 55-minute video. Yeah. And it's um, I've got really good results on that. So find me at themindcoachman.com mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, life can change. Uh, it certainly will. And uh, I will have all your contact details in the show notes as well, Terence. So that's available thank on you. my website. But, um, yeah, thank you so much, Terence. It's been a fun interview. Um, I'm all about positivity and mind and neuroplasticity and oh, all that amazing stuff. So certainly on a learning curve there. But thank you so much. And is there any closing comments you'd like to um, provide our listeners? Uh, well, firstly, it's just a great thank you to you, Pix. Great thank oh. you to you. I think a comment to your listeners is to understand that in life, don't let their mind control them mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. science has proven that your heart has got neurons the same as the brain and it remembers emotions and memories and we're emotional beings. We're experiential. Yep. Let your heart drive you. human body. Absolutely. Uh, mm. Let your heart drive you. Yeah. Yeah. And life changes. Love Don't it. let the mind scare the life out of you. Let <laughs> your heart put the life into you. 
Oh, can you just repeat that one? That's a classic. That's a great one. Don't let your mind scare the life out of you. Let your heart put the life into you. Love it. On that note, we shall close out. So thank you so much, Terence, for your time um, today. I um, really appreciate it. And I look forward to keeping in touch. And thank you to our listeners. And uh, we wish you a wonderful, mindful life and be courageous. Take care. Lots of love. Thank you. Thank you, Pix. <laughs> thank Bye. you. Bye. You've been listening to the Couragepreneur podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you're the first to know each time we publish a new show. Are you ready to live more courageously and be more resilient? And you know this is something you need help with. We've created a gift just for you. It's the Trilogy of Courage special podcast series. And you can access at pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. That's pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.